Today, I'm going to share with you a few reflective thinking techniques that will help you grow and expand as a business owner and individual. Welcome to the From Better Half to Boss podcast. I'm Tavia Redburn, and on this show, I share how I retired my husband from his nine to five with my birth photography business, all while homeschooling my three kids. If you have a passion, there is a reason. It's because you were made to follow that passion. It's your time to go from better half to boss. Hello and welcome to the show. My name is Tavia. I'm your host of From Better Half to Boss. Thank you so much for being here. I am actually coming to you today from my bedroom floor for no other reason other than I just wanted to sit on the floor. I don't know if anybody else feels that way. Sometimes I get tired of like sitting at a desk. So I am sitting on the floor in my bedroom. So that's where we're at. Uh, Earlier today, just really quickly, I was on Facebook. You know how memories pops up used to be time hop. And I was reflecting back on 10 years ago this summer, 2011, when it was literally 110 degrees in Oklahoma every single day. I think we had something like 100 days over 100 degrees in a row. And I was overdue with my second son. I was 42 weeks when I went into labor with him. And we only had one functional AC vent in my car. (laughs) time hop reminded me of that summer. And I cannot believe I was so patient because this summer has actually, I don't know about where you live, but this summer has been really mild. It's been like 90, 85, 90 degrees every day, like such cooler weather. And time hop just reminded me to be so thankful for that. So no matter what the weather is like where you are, I hope even if it's really hot, that you can find gratitude for the weather because it'll change before we know it. It'll be fall. So we are actually in part two of the mindset series, the ways I changed my thinking to hit 10K months in my photography business. And today I want to show you how to use reflective thinking in your life for personal and business growth. Here's the thing. I'm going to be honest. It's a challenge for me to sit still. I mean, if you're listening to this on 2X right now or even like reading the transcript because even 2X is too slow and you just like need to skim it and get the gist, you are my people. Okay, that is so me. I'm like, just get to the point. My personality is such that I feel like in order to be effective in the world and for my family and myself, I have to be doing something. And reflective thinking is kind of the opposite of that. But I have experienced all the benefits that come along with doing this. So even if that's you, I want you to hang with me. Even if the idea of like listening to a podcast about thinking sounds like a nightmare. I'm glad that you're here because I am kind of like, we're the same person. Like that's completely me. Um, I want you to hang with me and listen to this episode. Maybe dare I say, even slow my voice down to one and a half X or even a normal speed and really hear what we're talking about today. So reflective thinking can be used and many different ways. But one of the most popular ways is using it as a tool for self-reflection and building on what we already know about ourselves. It's important not just for personal growth, but also for our relationships with others because it helps us understand them better 
too, which allows us to have more open conversations or work together more effectively. So let me show you how reflective thinking might look in your life by walking through some examples of how this technique could be applied to everyday situations. So for example, if something good happens to you, so like if your ideal client books you, I would sit down and try to figure out what specifically I did that contributed to the result and how I can replicate that for my next booking. But if something bad happened, for example, there were no inquiries or booking for a week or a month, I would do the same thing in an attempt to figure out why it happened. So Reflective thinking is basically analyzing your thought process to think about why something happened, what could made it better, what could have made it better, or what you might be able to learn from it in order to make decisions in the future. So we're going to break down two specific types of reflective thinking that I've identified over the years for myself, and those are passive and active reflective thinking. Okay, first let's talk about passive active thinking. This is similar to meditation. You are just sitting or walking. You're just being. You're not on your phone. You're not talking. You're not watching your kids play. You are literally just being. So some benefits of passive reflective thinking. The first one that stands out to me that I've experienced by practicing this is that it slows down time. It slows down time. I love my life. I love my career. I love my husband, my kids, and my friends. And the older I get, the faster it seems to go. Maybe you've experienced that too. Like, have you ever heard your grandparents tell you to savor time because it goes by so fast? I remember older women saying this to me all the time when my kids were babies. And it definitely didn't affect me then like it does now. In our busy culture, when we're just go, 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 going, time moves extra fast. And reflective thinking is a way to slow down time. I know that sounds crazy, but when we're kind of bored, our brains slow down. And to me, anyway, it feels like time slows down. And that's a real gift, Maybe you can kind of relate to that if you've ever been like waiting for something and you didn't have your phone, or you didn't have anything to occupy you. You're just like time is ticking by so slow. In fact, my son was having a birthday party um, a year or two ago and he said, mom, I just I feel like when I do fun stuff, it goes by so fast, like so much more fast than if I'm doing something else because he was thinking about his party and we were talking about all the stuff we were going to do. And I told him. You know how whenever you're eating something that you really like and you don't want it to go away, you just want to like savor it and take smaller bites and really savor every bit of it. And he's like, yeah, I do know that feeling. And I was like, what if you do that with your birthday party? Like, what if you just intentionally slow down and look around and really just focus on seeing the sights and hearing what you hear and smelling the smells? That way you can savor it in a similar way that you would savor food. And I loved that conversation because it brought it to my attention as well. Like that totally happens to me on vacations or when we have friends over, like time just seems to speed up. So what if we can use something like passive reflective thinking to kind of slow down time? 
Another example about how passive reflective thinking slows down time is um, I can't help but think about my first job (laughs) Uh, when I was 16, being a hostess at a nice restaurant in town. My shifts would be from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. Lunchtime was always super, super busy and time would fly by from 11 to 2. But from two to four, it was super, super slow. And those final two hours of my shift would just drag on and on. It seemed like time was moving at a snail's pace. And I'm sure that you can relate. You probably have a similar story too, right? This way of thinking also allows your brain to sort and file. Sort and file. Here's what I mean. When I practice passive reflective thinking, my brain starts to file my thoughts. In fact, sometimes my husband will walk into my office and I'll just be sitting in my chair, no phone, no typing, no talking, and he'll just be like, uh, what are you doing? (laughs) And I tell him I'm letting my brain file and it's normal for us now, but it used to be kind of a funny joke for me to say like, I'm letting my brain file, but I'm just not intentionally thinking or not thinking. I'm just sitting and being, which lets my thoughts kind of go where they need to go in my brain. I'm just letting my brain exist without putting more data, information, thoughts into it. Another cool thing that happens with passive reflective thinking is it gives you new ideas. Like what often ends up happening is I'll start to come up with these insightful and helpful thoughts because it helps me come up with new ideas because it's providing a mental break that enables me to focus on things that I may not have thought about before almost like a mental pause button. So when you practice passive reflective thinking, there is no one to tell your brain what to think. How powerful, right? Let me say that again. When you're practicing passive reflective thinking, there's no one to tell your brain what to think. So oftentimes what happens is my thoughts will wander off into new areas that I hadn't thought about before. So I bet listening to this, some of you are like, cool, Tavia, that sounds great. But when am I going to find this luxurious time to just sit in silence with my own thoughts? Like, I have kids, I have babies around me 24-7. I've been there for sure. And yes, my kids are older now and my husband is home to help with them. But I did this that we're talking about here today while he was at his 9 to 5 and I was home with the kids, homeschooling and working. So it can definitely be done. Here are some ideas actually to find the time to practice passive reflective thinking as a busy working mom in the shower, of course, on a walk or exercising a walk. You guys not bringing my AirPods or not listening to a podcast um, feels really cringy when I'm walking out the door. I'm like, I need to be productive. Like I need to be listening to something, but just the 20 or 30 minutes on a walk in silence is such a great time to practice this passive reflective thinking. Uh, A morning ritual, like yes, you'll have to get up before your family for this, but if you have even just 15 to 20 quiet minutes before everybody is awake, it's a great time to do this. In the car, don't turn the radio on, don't turn a podcast on. I mean, obviously I love podcasts, you're probably in the car right now listening to this, but if you just silence everything, it's a great time to practice this as well. And then my favorite is the bathtub. When someone else has the kids and you can lock the door and just exist, not listen to anything, not listen to music, just lay there and let your brain file, like I like to say. 
So I'm sure you've heard people say, I have my best ideas in the shower, right? This is why they're silencing their brain long enough to hear their own brilliant thoughts. So even a few minutes a day can increase your attention span, help you focus, improve your mood, give you great new ideas, and reduce stress and anxiety. So a lot of good reasons to practice passive active I knew I was going to trip over my word saying it so many times. Passive reflective thinking. Okay, let's talk about active reflective thinking. So if passive, I'm just going to start saying passive and active. You guys know what I mean. I'm talking about reflective thinking because I'm going to end up just jumbling my words even more. So if passive is like meditating, active is like brainstorming. Think about active like this. If you plant a lot of seeds in the ground, not all of them are going to grow, right? But it's worth it to plant seeds because even if only one grows, that seed is worth more than gold because now at least one other person has access to its fruit or what it produces. And the same is true with active reflective thinking. Not all the things that come up for you in this time are going to be great or perfect or beneficial, but when it clicks, you'll know and you'll find the one thing out of many. So some benefits of active reflective thinking. It's thoughtful and methodical. I like systems and processes to follow in just about every part of my life. So I love this part of active reflective thinking. It makes me feel like I'm doing something with the reflective thinking part, right? Because there's a methodical process to follow to be creative. So I'm going to share more about that process here in just a minute. But it also allows you to make better decisions in the future by learning from your mistakes or successes. And it helps remove negativity from life by analyzing disappointments with an eye towards the future rather than dwelling on what has already happened and can't be changed now. So basically learning from your mistakes and finding a lesson in it. So one way that I do active reflective thinking is my weekly review. So every Sunday I think about the previous week and I actually journal about it as well in my full focus planner, but you could totally do this with just a regular plain journal. I choose to do this on Sunday because Monday my brain goes into work mode and I feel like I hurry through it a little bit more than I do on Sunday. Sunday is like my chill day and I take my time a little bit more with it. So every Sunday afternoon, usually after church when I'm like fresh, if I wait until the evening, I'm too tired. Uh, Every Sunday after church, I come home and I think about the previous week and I just ask myself a few questions. Um, The questions are, what were my biggest wins? How far did I get towards my monthly or quarterly goal? What did I do that got me closer? And what didn't work to get me closer? Then the lessons, what will I do differently next week? Then, not to overwhelm you, but I do a quarterly active thinking session of all those questions that I did weekly for the previous three months, as well as an annual thinking session for the previous year. I'm sure you can imagine this is quite beneficial to have the weekly breakdowns of all of these questions answered and then quarterly and then annually to really look back and see what did I, what were the activities, what were the habits, what were the things that got me closer to my goal and what were the things that I was doing that were not helping me get closer to my goal. 
So again, cool, but where can I find the time for active reflective thinking? Well, like I said, I do this weekly on Sunday and really you guys, it can take as little as five minutes or as long as you like. And don't beat yourself up if you don't do it, quote, perfectly every week. Because like I always say, done is better than perfect. So hopefully this has opened your eyes to the different ways you can use reflective thinking in your life and the differences between passive and active are a little bit more clear. Remember, passive is letting your brain pause, file, and savor, whereas active, you're asking your brain, which is yourself, to think about specific things actively. And when you practice both types of reflective thinking on a regular basis, You become much more thoughtful and you learn to be less impulsive and you'll find yourself leading a happier and more fulfilling life and business. I've done a lot of reflective thinking over the years and I believe that if you think about it, (laughs) you'll find that everyone does it to some degree in their daily life. It's just about getting better at noticing when you're doing it and learning how to get the most out of it. So hopefully you liked this episode. I actually loved creating this episode because I hadn't really put a a pulse or a finger on the fact that I have systematically been doing this. I've just sort of been doing it, but I didn't really think about the differences between active and passive thinking and how I'm using them in my life. So hopefully there were some things in this episode that gave you like an aha moment or a light bulb. I would love to hear about those moments. If you experience them during this episode, Um, just take a screenshot, take a selfie, tag me on Instagram. Let me know one thing that you learned. And when you do that, you get to share with your audience that, you know, you're continuing to grow as a person and a business owner, which is always a great thing for them as well. And if you're enjoying the show, make sure to hit subscribe wherever you're listening so that each week's episodes download automatically. And subscribing is the only way to get our weekly bonus episodes because we don't send out emails or posts about the quick tip Tuesdays. So subscribing is the only way you're going to get notified about those. And my friend, if you have a passion, it's not an accident. Not everyone loves the thing that you love. So whatever your passion is, I hope that you get out there and make it happen. Have a great week.